in this scenario, some balls are going to get dropped. And I dropped the important ones. I dropped the profitable ones. I dropped the health ones, right? Luckily, relationships still strong. One of the things that is most important to me. Hi, friend. Welcome to another episode of Why Can't I? The Coach and Grow Co. podcast. I'm Sarah Hegstrom, CEO of The Coach and Grow Co., where we build healthy health coaching businesses and healthy profits online. And my goal for this show is to bring you episodes that have you asking the very important question. One I've been asking myself from a young age, why can't I? Followed by a little bit of watch me. All right, let's dive in. 2022, 2022, 2022. Hi, friend. Today, I thought we'd do a little recap on the biggest mistake I made in my business in 2021, in last year. And I might sound chipper and happy and excited, and that is because I truly believe we're all here to learn. There are so many lessons we're all here to learn, and I just want to learn them. I want to fail quickly. I want to learn my lesson, and I want to get better, and I want to improve. And also, it's been a little while. (laughs) If it was like right when it was happening and I was recording this, I probably wouldn't be so chipper. So I don't know about you, but I feel like 2021 was a blur. On one hand, it feels like it was long and I grew so much. And on the other hand, I'm thinking, how is it a new year? How are we already here? So in this episode, I am going to reflect. I'm going to share with you the biggest mistake that I made so you can avoid it, you know, and I'm going to talk about why maybe you won't avoid it, but I hope you do avoid it. I hope that you can learn from my mistakes. And then I'm also going to talk about some wins because you can't you know, make a mistake. And if you're paying attention, you can't make a mistake and not learn from it. There can't, with everything, it's like there's some not so good and some good, right? We just have to be aware enough to pick up those lessons. So there was a lot of good that happened in my business and in my personal life in 2021, along with this big fat right in my face mistake that I made in my business. So I want to start each episode with something that's inspiring me right now. I thought that that would be a fun little segment. And if you are in any of my programs or you tune into my Instagram stories, you've probably picked up that I'm the type of person who is easily inspired by things. It's in my DNA. I can't help it. I don't know when Peter and I started doing this thing. I think it's mostly like I started doing it and Peter is just, you know, a supportive companion on the journey. But I do this thing where I'd be like, if I created that, I would be so pumped. I would be so proud. To give you an example, it's like I, I'm thinking about Airbnb. You know, I'm booking an Airbnb and I'm like, this is such a genius business model. If I created Airbnb, I would be so proud of myself or my favorite energy bars. If I, oh, this is so good. If I created this, I'd be so proud of myself. And those energy bars are actually no longer available. I don't know if you guys ever had square bars. Oh my gosh, they were so good and they're gone. But I thought that I would add that in this segment in because there's lots of things that I'm always inspired by. And hopefully as I start bringing in guests for the new year, um, they can share some things that are inspiring them as well. So today, the thing that is inspiring me is Dak Shepard and Monica Padman's podcast. Have you listened? Armchair Experts. It's been around for a few years now. It's so good. I was listening this morning and I just was blown away. I was listening to the episode with Bradley Cooper, which I don't know about you guys, but definitely had a big crush on him. And 
he, they, him, Bradley Cooper and Dak Shepard were going back and forth about their relationship and how they hold each other accountable as friends. And it was total friendship goals. And I'm so used to hearing women talk about their friendship that it was nice to hear a really strong male perspective on friendship and how they handle conflicts and how they've been there for each other. And so if you haven't listened to that podcast ever, I recommend it. And if you're looking for one specifically to listen to, that was a really good one that inspired me. So let's dive into today's episode. The biggest mistake of the year, I'm just going to start the episode with it, was my launch schedule. And this might surprise you because I love launching. I'm so into them. I help my clients with them. I have done hundreds of launches at this point in my business. And oh man, friend, did I mess this one up. And the thing is, is we tried a different schedule than we've ever done before. We've never done anything like this before. And when it was proposed, I will totally admit, you know, when um, I am wrong and someone else is right, when this schedule was proposed to us. Peter and I both looked at it and Peter's initial reaction was, this is too much. These launches overlap. This is this is going to be way too much for us. And I remember thinking, but what if we could do it? What if this is a challenge? What if this is what it takes to hit our goals and totally talked us into doing it? And the thing that looking back now, hindsight, right? The thing looking back I can see is, I know better. I always tell my clients, less is more, right? You got to slow down so you can speed up. And I did not take my own advice. And I think this year, one of the, well, last year, it's so weird when it's the beginning of the year. You're like, this year, last year, last year, 2021, the lesson, the big lesson that I learned was that sometimes you rep- repeat lessons that you've already learned because you are human and humans aren't perfect. So even though I know this and I've been taught this in many ways along my entrepreneurial journey, I had to learn this lesson again and that's okay. So I want to give you a little more context. This year we did, I'm not sure how many launches we did total this year, but our main launches, our three biggest launches where we did a structured launch, we used ads, we had affiliates, like really went hard on it. We did them back to back. And I remember thinking like, I wonder why more people don't do this. It's because it's too crazy. It's too much. Normally we have them spread out throughout the year, but we really, we took more time off at the beginning of the year and then kind of sandwiched our launches together at the end of the year and tried to connect them all, having one lead to the next. And, you know, on paper, it was this genius idea. And it really costed us. Because when you have too much on your plate, or too many balls in the air, you can't not drop them, right? Like, think of like juggling, like if you're not good at juggling, I mean, okay, that's not a great example. Because I feel like even if you are good at juggling, like, in this scenario, some balls are going to get dropped. And normally, that's okay. 
But what you don't want is you don't want the important ones to drop. And I dropped the important ones. I dropped the profitable ones. I dropped the health ones, right? Luckily, relationships still strong. One of the things that is most important to me. Um, But a lot of things that are also equal, not equally, a little less important. um, I was dropping those. And normally I have my eye on the prize in terms of profitability and sales. Like I'm really big on those and making sure that, you know, what we're doing is in alignment with the lifestyle that we want to lead. And definitely with doing them, it was kind of this mentality of, you know, just get through it. And I don't, I don't want to have that mentality. But the problem is, is when you have so much going on, you're not able to think clearly. And that's exactly what happened for me. I was not thinking clearly and ended up undercharging on one of our programs because it was the third launch I was doing. And, you know, I estimated it probably cost us $25,000, which it's just money. You can always make more money. But if I was at my peak, that wouldn't have happened. That would have never happened, right? As soon as I came out of it and I was rested and feeling better, I was like, oh, that was a huge mistake. And like I said, I would have caught it if I had time to pause, but I didn't. There were so many days during those three back-to-back launches where I was like, where did the time go? Where did the day go? I wasn't able to get back to my friends or messages and I wasn't moving my body as much as I should have been, which explains why I ended up at the end of the year with the tightest back, the tightest hamstrings. Normally I go for a walk every day and it was kind of like a walk to the mailbox kind of thing. It was like, oh, that counts or going to the grocery store, that's my walk. So the biggest mistake that I made this year was overpacking my schedule and really those three back-to-back launches, which will not be happening again. It was a big error in my judgment. And, you know, like I said, it's just one of those things where sometimes you have to learn a lesson multiple times before it really sticks. And that one, it is stuck in my brain, not going to happen again. So I want to share some of the wins, some of the things that did go well this year if you or last year. If you have not taken any time to reflect, you know, you don't have to do this at the beginning of the year, the end of the year. I find that it is like a natural time to do that because people are taking time off, reflecting, getting everything in order, looking at numbers. And so it just kind of works out. But you can also do it, you know, each quarter or just when you're feeling like it. I'm very intuitive with my business and I I feel like, you know, things are organized or I want to take like an overview look at everything. I will just kind of walk myself in my office and do some of that. So if you haven't had a chance to look over, you know, the last year or the last month, feel free to do that at any time. So wins, the things that I am really excited about and proud of are through <laughs> through those three back-to-back launches, we have come up with a new plan to simplify our launches and our business in general to reach the lifestyle goals we have. And I think that's why, you know, I often don't say things are mistakes or failures and you might be the same way because through them, you're able to learn so much more. I don't know if you've ever heard the quote, you know, from the breakdown comes the breakthrough. And I think that that is true from mistakes and from failures come your next step, the thing that you were meant to do, the thing that you were meant to try. And so from that, that crazy year that we had last year, I think that I know that our business is going to be so much stronger this year, and I'm really, really excited about it. One thing I've learned 
from this journey online for the past seven years is you're constantly growing and things that you wanted when you start, you achieve them and then you want something else. I remember when Peter and I first started online, our first goal was just to make enough money to buy groceries, buy new running shoes and go to the dentist. We legit had those on our vision board, which was the wall in our bedroom and they were just taped up on our wall. (laughs) Oh man. And then the next goal, once we got that, I, I wanted to quit my job and then for Peter to quit his job and then, you know, to make a certain amount of money every single month and then stop doing one-on-one coaching, you know? So it's important to celebrate how far we've come. And if you're listening to this and you're like, man, I am just getting started. I hope that um, this, this episode inspires you because it's a really fun journey. Working for yourself, being an entrepreneur, being a health coach, being a fitness coach, being a life coach, doing work that you love every day I mean, it really is the most rewarding thing. I still wake up every day excited to get to work, excited for the new challenge, the new thing that I get to spend my time on. So if you're just getting started, you're like, I don't have anything to celebrate, celebrate the journey that lies ahead. Another thing is, you know, through those those three launches, we did increase our income this year and we did increase the amount of coaches we helped this year. And that is always a huge goal of mine. That's a goal for this year is I want to help more health coaches quit their jobs. I want to help them help more people get healthy. That is the whole reason we do what we do is to make the world a little bit healthier and happier. And I know through your work that that's how we do it. And if I can help in any way, please always reach out. Let me know. So that that's good, you know. Um, I don't have the exact numbers in terms of revenue increase. Peter and I still need to do that meeting. That's another thing that's on the list is uh, for for the new year is to schedule more of those launch recaps. You know, Peter's really good about doing the numbers and keeping track of all of that. And right, and I I do it too. We write down, you know, what went well and what didn't, but going over it as a team. So that way we can improve for next launch next time. One thing that I feel like we're still working on it, like this year was the first year that we were really on top of it was reusing emails from past launches and getting them all organized and in one spot. I have this thing and I shared it with my mastermind coaches where I am always wanting to do better and improve. And I think maybe part of it is a control thing or maybe it is part of just wanting to provide enough value and do better and prove that I'm enough. Who knows? But I would always recreate things and it's just a lot of work on myself. It's a lot of work on my team. Peter sometimes mentions how like my standards are are so high for myself and other people that like you can't compete with them. And that is a recipe for burnout. I know that one of my coaches this year was like, but what if it just was enough? You know, what if that copy was enough? What if that video was enough? What if that video got you the same amount of results as if you were to do a new video? And so this this year was definitely the first year I can honestly say where I did reuse a lot of stuff, a lot of emails, videos, things that in the past I would have redone them even though it's the same kind of material. And so that that felt really good this year, just kind of releasing control a little bit and saving myself a little bit of time. Another win this year was we tried so many new things. And I think that that's something that 
we need to give ourselves more credit for. I see it a lot with my students in the launch course. They'll be going through it and just giving themselves a hard time about, you know, not getting everything done. Module two, there's a lot on social media and it's a lot of new software and material and, you know, things that they're learning about hashtags and reels and all of these things. And it takes time when you're learning a new software. It kind of reminds me of when you start hiring it's mind-blowing how much time you have to spend, right, to to train somebody and get them set up. And that time is so well spent. And the same is true with new software. And so we tried a lot of new software, which takes time, but in the end really helped us grow as a team and get more stuff done and become more efficient. If you're curious, we started using Asana. We were using Trello before 2021, and we transitioned to Asana, which we're liking, you know, Peter, probably if he was doing a podcast, he would say there's some issues, but we're liking it for the most part. And then we, we got our team on Slack. We got Mastermind Club on Slack too, which is really nice. If you are not familiar with the club. So I stopped doing one-on-one coaching, which was a big thing for me. I would just, again, it, it's that mindset of like, oh, but I can do it. So I should do it. Right. That gosh, that mindset that I'm really, really working on switching. I don't know if you guys have heard of Essentialism. I don't know if you've heard of that book, Essentialism by Greg McCowan. I just ordered it and I'm looking forward to it because what I'm looking forward to becoming an essentialist. And what that means is working on what's essential and not every single thing you can think of or every single thing that you can do. At least that's what I think. I actually haven't read the book yet, but it's been in my orbit. It's been kind of floating around probably for two or three years. I don't know how long it's been out, so maybe that's not accurate, but it feels like it's been two or three years where I've downloaded the sample. I've heard about it on podcast and I've been like, oh, that sounds great. And now I'm at the point where I'm like, yeah, I need that. So pretty much stop doing one-on-one coaching and kind of what I do instead that kind of fills that void because I really do like that high level coaching is we're doing the club. And so that is high level intimate group coaching. And we only do four coaches at a time. And these are all health and wellness, life coaches, spiritual coaches, fitness coaches who are working on 10K months consistently. And we do full service like as a team, supporting them however we can. So planning out their launches, creating systems for scaling, audit their social media, setting up emails, all of that. And so really get to fill that one-on-one coaching void there because I'm coaching them every other week. So if you are interested in that, definitely send me a DM or an email um, and just let me know that you're interested in the club and we can set up a call and see if you'd be a good fit. But that was huge. No more one-on-one coaching, but I am doing the club. Another thing that was a win was I started therapy, which if you listen to my goals for 2021, that was one of them. And I didn't start until November, December. So I was towards the very end and I was thinking, I said on the podcast I was going to do this and I haven't done it yet. I did try earlier to set up an appointment with a therapist that I found, but the process seriously gave me anxiety. And maybe part of the reason it gave me anxiety is because I was trying to set it up during my three back-to-back launches and they just wanted me to get on all these calls and jump through all these hoops. And again, when you're overbooked and overworked and your cup isn't full, 
you don't make the best decisions. You know, you're not thinking clearly. So that could have been part of it, but I did find a good therapist. And what I've been learning is that I'm not as nice to myself as I thought I was and that my heart chakra needs a lot of extra love. So I've been kind of taking it slower, being more kind to myself, doing more just breathing and sitting with myself. And it has been very valuable. All right, this year, what I'm looking forward to, so I'm really looking forward to building out our team even more. We really started doing that last year and I had to learn a lot again. (laughs) The first time I hired a VA, it was like this huge learning curve and I couldn't believe it. And then I've had my current assistant, Amanda, who's amazing, probably for over two years now, and she's been great. And then again, we hired uh, for a content manager. And it's, I don't know, it's like this pattern of hiring someone and just learning and maybe it not working out and not being a perfect fit. But then I feel like the next person I hire is perfect. So we're going to be hiring two full-time positions this year. So Stay tuned if you've been dying to join our team. Peter and I always talk about how ideally we're pulling from our community. So it's someone who understands health coaching and wellness. And I'll be posting those job descriptions probably on LinkedIn if you follow me on LinkedIn and also on my Instagram stories and probably also sending out an email to our list as well. So so that I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to more time to be creative and just playing and having fun. Also simplifying our offers. Like I said, those three back-to-back launches made Peter and I realize we are doing way more than we need to be doing. I'm also looking forward to helping more health coaches quit their jobs this year. I think that it's time. A lot of you are so close and so ready. Growing the podcast is another one. Um, Working less, healing my body. That's another one. So some of my New Year's intentions are And I've been doing well, my friend, if you're like, okay, Sarah, we're, you know, two weeks into the new year. How how are you doing on these? So one of them is longer walks, 60 to 90 minutes a day, like getting up those up to those 10K steps. And the reason that I'm doing that is because I feel better when I walk more. It makes such a big difference in my mood, but also my body. I have a lower back issue that started when I started my business. How convenient, like the most stressful time starting a new business for me anyways. It was a very stressful time in our lives. And ever since then, my back is so sensitive. And, you know, I was thinking possibly it was an emotional thing, but I I think it's everything. Honestly, I think it's emotional. I think it is my posture. So I've been doing tapping, which really helps with the emotional side, and then also kind of like a chiropractor posture therapy practice. So really looking forward to just spending more time on that and really taking care of myself so I'm not 35 going on 105. I want to live to 120, my friend, so I have to take care of my back. Also prioritizing friend time. We started doing that last year and it feels really good. We already have three friend trips on the calendar, which makes me really happy. We're going to go to Tahoe with a group of friends. Peter and I aren't big skiers or snowboarders, but we're going to do some cross-country skiing. And honestly, I'm just excited to like cook and relax and hang out. And then we're going to do Arizona, like a big Arizona trip, road trip. I'm so excited for that one. Like so excited. I love Arizona. I love the desert. I'm very into it. And then we're going to do Disneyland with my girlfriend and her son, which is going to be so fun because we haven't done Disneyland with 
a kid. And I feel like kids are just so fun and seeing them at Disneyland and being able to go on like the smaller rides and not get weird looks. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. So I want to keep doing that. I want to do a girlfriend's trip this year. Last year I did a solo trip. It was my first solo trip and it was awesome. And I'm feeling this year I want to do like a girls only trip. So putting that out into the universe, seeing what that looks like. And then staying connected to my heart, like I mentioned in therapy, I've been working on that. And I have been reading Sarah Blondin's book, Heart Minded. I don't know if you are familiar with her work. She is very big on Insight Timer. She has lots of meditations. And it's funny how books and meditations and teachers and people come into your life exactly when you need them or re-enter when you need them because I had listened to some of her meditations and they I've always thought that they were beautiful but they didn't touch me like they've touched so many people and I think I wasn't able to absorb them at the time I wasn't ready and so I've been reading her book now and it's just one of those books where when you're ready for it some of it feels obvious but you haven't been doing it and I wrote down a passage I wanted to read you guys so one of the things that the book has made me realize in therapy is how disconnected from my heart I can be and how I can get in my own head and just be in my own little world and and shut down without even realizing it. And let me know, send me a DM on Instagram if you can relate to this, but to kind of give you an example, you know, maybe sometimes Peter will say something and it will just rub me the wrong way. And so my natural instinct, it, well, I don't think it's natural. I think naturally our hearts are more open, but I think from just being in this world that can sometimes be harsh and not perfect, we kind of form these these habits that allow us to shut down and turn away. But my instinct in the past would be to close off or run away. And now it is sitting with it you know, or vocalizing how it upset me and just like holding that space. And so I wrote down this passage that she has in her book that I just love so much. And she says, your heart is neglected and still aching, but let's say a wave of anxiety washes through you. And instead of looking for an escape route, you go to a quiet room to confront the feeling. You let go of the notion that something is wrong and respond as if something very right is taking place. It's this notion of sitting with our emotions, but a lot of times if I'm having anxious thoughts about my day, my instinct is to go and tackle it and take care of it and get going when in reality what I need to be doing is sitting down and processing how I'm feeling. And yeah, it's a goodie if you haven't read it. It's a goodie. So that is, this was kind of my recap on the past year and kind of like my goals, I guess, for the new year. But I wanted to share that with you. I wanted to share that mistake, you know, doing more isn't always better. Doing less, I think, you know, is the, is the, goal for 2022 for myself. And I kind of feel like I may have said that last year, but I'm, I feel ready now. I feel like I had to learn some lessons, but I feel ready for it. I'm excited to hear what you're working on this year. I'm excited to see what 2022 has in store for all of us. And I'm really going to be taking care of my mental and physical health this year. And so that's a wrap. I hope that you liked this podcast. 
And if you did, please subscribe. If you haven't written a review, it literally takes five seconds. It doesn't take a long time. You know, write a review. Let me know what you like about the podcast. Or you can even just take a screenshot of you listening to the podcast or something you learned from this podcast and tag me. Either way, I would love to hear from you. It really does make me smile when I see you guys enjoying the podcast. So I would love to hear from you in any way that feels authentic to you. All right, until next time. Bye, friend.